Hello and welcome to Emerge, Evolve, Lead podcast. I'm Maureen Ross Jem, ex-corporate girl turned entrepreneur. I'm a personality expert, leadership trainer, author, and coach working with people in recovery to step into leadership at life and at work. I'm also clean and sober, and I believe that those of us who have been through the difficult transformation of getting into recovery from alcoholism have leadership skills that can make the world a better place. I'm also a wife, mom, grandmother, daughter, sister, friend, and may I add, motorcycle adventurer who believes in having the best time we possibly can on the planet without the use of substances. Let's explore this together. It's New Year's Eve 2020, what some of us alcoholics will call amateur night, because all the people who don't know how to drink and end up getting trashed and driving. <laughs> yeah. For years, my husband Paul and I have stayed home and celebrated with a nice dinner, inviting a friend or a couple, and then watching a movie or sitting in the hot tub. And sometimes we make it to midnight, not always. Around the dinner table, we often talk about what the year has been like and what we've accomplished. It's always a feel-good discussion because as sober people, we live good lives. We add value to our community and share our gifts with others. This year of the pandemic has been particularly different for so many of us though, right? I mean, I thank God every day that I don't drink anymore. And we often thought of the sick and suffering people still out there living lives of quiet desperation and sometimes not so quiet. Where there's alcohol, there can be violence, abuse, and neglect. Some of us grew up in some of those kinds of households, right? During the pandemic, we've heard of the mental health issues rise, which means self-medication rises, right? And the children who are in those households and can't even escape to get to school all day are some of the ones that have really suffered. I've prayed a lot for them this year. So we are so grateful to be sober and contributing to society in a healthy way. I run an AA meeting on Sunday mornings for about 40 people in my sober community, and I am so grateful for Zoom. I love seeing everyone's faces. Yes, I miss the hugs, but I also know that this too shall pass, right? I also see many of us thrive because we take full responsibility for our lives and our mental health now. In the beginning of sobriety, all we think about is ourselves. I should just speak for myself, but I do have this belief that we are all pretty self-centered when we first come in, and that continues for quite a while. For some of us, it takes three to five years to really clear out the cobwebs. But if a person gets pulled into service work or if it's just innate in their personality to help and work with others, then the self-centered may slip away much quicker. However, if we get into working with others too soon, before we've really worked on our own inner defects or done the soul searching that's so necessary for our personal growth, then working with others can be an escape and an excuse for not working on yourself. So I'm 60 now and have lived much of my adult life in sobriety. And I spent 27 years in a company where I built an amazing career. And the last eight years, I've been out of that corporation building as an entrepreneur, my own company called Emerge Leadership Academy. But I learned early on in my career that the key to my success was to get a handle on my mind, my thoughts, and what I focused on much of the time, 
because that really is how I manifested what I wanted. I stuck with the winners, built an incredible support system of women around me, and pretty much always had a mentor in business. I really loved my job because I could go there, be productive, add value, make friends, and heal relationships. Did you hear that? It bears repeating because I think this is super important. One of the biggest reasons why we work is not only to feel good about making a contribution, it's the number one place where you can work on healing relationships. Here's the thing. We often set ourselves up with the same type of characters that we had issues with in the past. We don't do this consciously, but our higher selves do it for us so that we can work on forgiveness. It's true. When you see a pattern showing up in your life, it's not because you are a victim yet again. It's because your higher self will continue to attract people into your life so you can work on that specific issue. So, for example, when you get a bad boss over and over again, every time you go to a different company, there's always someone, right, that pushes your buttons. Well, take a look at which parent they represent for you. You need to forgive your parents, number one. And number two, you need to accept that the dark parts of yourself too. Okay, so I'm getting a little deep here, but all of this story is to make a point. When you are ready to accept the dark or shadow parts of yourself, your character defects, if you will, and accept your humanness and forgive yourself and others, then and only then will you make a good leader. This is why I say that this podcast and my courses in leadership are for people who are solid in their recovery. Because until you do this self-acceptance work, until you accept that you are responsible for everything in your life, you will not have choices. Until you learn to control your urges and recognize that the inner critic, they just want you to stay sick. That committee in your head, that cunning, baffling, alcoholic, sick person in your mind, (laughs) you will continue, if you listen to that voice, you will continue to relapse and not own or accept your disease. Does that make sense? Once your disease stops controlling you, then you are healing. Then you are expanding in self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-discipline, and self-forgiveness. There are a lot of other podcasts out there that talk about how to work on yourself in your first year of sobriety, how to let go. But the focus really should be on you, 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 not other people, but on you. What are you attracting into your life? Then you can see that all the challenges are simply lessons that your higher power, higher self, source, God, the universe, or whatever you want to call it, would have you learn. They're just lessons. And you know that the biggest challenges you've overcome in your life have been the biggest blessings, right? So when you get this concept, when you own your shadow, take the challenges as they come, use all the tools you've learned in the program, then you can easily step up into leadership because you will have learned the skills. For example, these are some of the skills of leadership that you've learned in recovery. People in recovery have empathy, huge leadership skill, right? Empathy. You've been through the trenches of pain and remorse and yet learned how to live with all the problems that life throws at you because you're awake and aware, not numbed out in your old addictive habits. Love and compassion. 
It's a byproduct of pain and suffering. When you allow yourself to feel all of your emotions, all that pain and suffering that you went through, which you already did feel, it's easy to feel love and compassion when you see others go through the painful experience. And not only in the rooms of people getting sober, but even at work. Because some of those people at work, they don't even have the tools that we have. People in recovery are good listeners. Seeing someone else recover is inspirational, right? Listening is sometimes all that's needed for the other person. We are good listeners and witnesses to growth. People in recovery recognize the value of diversity. There are so many different types of people in the program, right? Yet regardless of their background, where they came from, what age, gender, sexual orientation, color, job, or family you have, you recognize that we all feel the same pain and experience similar joys. The fun part is that people share their different perspectives, which gives spice to all of our conversations. Diversity is the spice of life and it helps us grow. We need diversity at work and in our leadership. Okay, then we have honesty and integrity. They end up being on the top of the list of values in most leaders and also most recovering people because by doing the inner work, we've learned that we have a second chance at life. We want to live up to our potential and be the best we can be. We are proof that people can and do change. We can be relied upon, dependable, and this gives us credibility, super good leadership traits. The amount that you have patience and tolerance of others varies among leaders in recovery. However, it always increases in direct proportion to the amount of patience and tolerance that you give to yourself. And humility breeds patience and tolerance. So forgiving yourself helps foster humility. You see how we have some things that keep going around and going around? <laughs> People in recovery are encouraging and supportive. In every meeting I've been to or support group I've participated in, I always see people who are supportive and encourage others to keep on going, especially if their ass is on fire. You tell them to keep on going and you provide a quick puddle for them to sit in <laughs> and you let them lean on you. That's encouraging and supportive. Most people in recovery who have passed through the selfish phase and gone on to helping others will be understanding yet will remain fair and speak the truth. Not many can pull the wool over our eyes, right? I mean, we see and sense deception at a core level. We also can sense sincerity and good-hearted effort. That's because self-reflection builds our intuitive capabilities and we trust ourselves. We know in our gut if somebody's being honest or not, if we can trust them or not. People in recovery have created a better life through self-discipline and boundary setting with ourselves and with others. This is an excellent leadership skill because you're being responsible to do what you say you're going to do and you hold yourself accountable. When people in recovery make mistakes, they admit when they're wrong and they make amends, right? That's just what we do. People in recovery know how to build trust with others because we have self-esteem. This means you take the time to suit up and show up, show respect for others' choices, and ask for what you need, and tell others how you feel, and you're consistent. That's what consistency is, showing up and suiting up. People can count on you to be reliable. 
People in recovery make good leaders because they understand how to be self-reflective, which allows you to grow, continue to grow and expand in your personal and professional development. And because we've had a transformation, we also have spent time helping and developing others to grow through their own transformation. So that's why we have emotional intelligence. We can read other people because we've been there. If you are interested in taking an inventory of your leadership skills, please click on the show notes in the link where you can get a worksheet on all of these leadership skills that I've just talked about and take an inventory of yourself. And if you're ready to step into your next most awesome version of yourself in 2021, stay on the lookout for my Recovery at Work program, which launches again on January 18th. This is an eight-week program that I only run a couple times a year, and it will catapult you into the job of your dreams and create your brightest future, confidence and clarity. So until next week, stay safe, sober of course, and think about all the people you can help with the awesome skills you learned in recovery. Bye for now. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It really helps me as I'm just beginning to grow. And also, tell your friends. And finally, get on my mailing list so you don't miss a single episode. Visit us at EmergeLeadershipAcademy.com and take the quiz to find out what animal best represents your leadership style. That will get you on my list. And if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, please send me an email at support at EmergeLeadershipAcademy.com and let's connect. Thanks, you guys. Have an amazing day.